0: You're so busy. It's great, dude. I love seeing like <laughs> I love seeing the proactive like process that you go through your music and oh, all depth, think... of that, but TikTok.
1: Oh, literally, I just constantly live on my phone trying to update everything. I guess it's probably like ADHD for social media. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: but you
1: got do a thousand things
0: at once. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok's yeah. perfect for that, and you're glued to your phone because I'm sure you edit all those TikTok videos on your phone as
1: well, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It takes me ages, so. But you know, once you're in the zone, it's all good. I'll I'll just like record. I'll literally have a day of recording, like fifty TikToks, and I'm like, great! I don't have to do my makeup again for two weeks. I'll just, uh, <laughs> just upload them. Um,
0: but yeah, but also congratulations on the recent single you just dropped last night. Three, two, one. Thank you. Dude, you're just you're just Woo-hoo! constantly dropping bombers. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's it's great. Like I'm I'm so lucky, as in I've got my rehearsal studio at home, and then my guitarist, um, is up. Pete is also my producer so thanks to technology oh, yeah. i could just you know send tracks back and forth so we got loads like loads of demos so you know i just instead of instead of kind of holding them all back i'm just like just release them do you know what i mean we're in a pandemic everyone's kind of just not being able to go to gigs so at least i can you know at least you know release music so yeah sure. absolutely
0: isn't it crazy how the industry evolved so quickly with now it being more so singles and eps than usually a full-length album
1: yeah, totally. I still haven't released an album yet. Um, I want to for sure, when the time's right, when I can tour, but it's so weird now, like bands I know who have just, you know, put out albums, they just say it's just mm-hmm. pointless. Like you get as much hype with a single, really. Um, you may as well like people just say you may as well release twelve singles. Instead of an no. album, or and then maybe just put that as an album. Well, I don't know. There's something different, you know, like having a proper album to listen to. I still love that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. You just can't tour on it either. That's the other problem. So I think singles are definitely yeah. more of a logical reason for putting those out there. I guess.
1: Oh, totally.
0: Yeah, because it wouldn't make sense because you release a full album. It's like now that I've dissected this whole thing, what's coming next from them? You know. Yeah. I will hundred percent live show. Have you done the full streaming yet? On um like on like uh social media such
1: no playing. not yet no so um well my drummer lives in brighton so so he's kind of the bottom of england i'm kind of northwest so we co- we okay. all kind of have a hard time um trying to rehearse we haven't done a, a live stream gig just yet but we do have our first gig back in less than two months yes well, so let's go very excited for that. So, <laughs> so, oh my gosh! where is it at it's in it's in wales this time so Quite quite rare. I never really play over there, but um I mean it's like god, like an hour and a half away from my house. But um But no, no, I'm so stoked. It's gonna be sick. We we did a rehearsal about two two weeks ago and I got the same um you know, when you just get a bit nervous before going on stage and all, I literally got the same vibes just from that rehearsal. I was like, Ah cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, cannot absolutely,
0: because it's probably been I you think no over a year since anybody's played a show and it seems like a lot of um the touring musicians like yourself and a lot of people we've talked to, they're they're setting themselves up for fall tours, which I think it's fair to say because of the equal opportunity to get the vaccine. So that's that's great. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. No for sure, yeah. Not not a lot of bands are booking gigs right now because of, you know, not everyone really has a vaccine, but but yeah, yeah. I just ugh, can't wait for it to be back to normal again. And it's mad because we did our last gig my last gig, it was it was a headline gig. Luckily enough, um, it was March the first, and then the UK just shut down. I think it was like two weeks later. Oh no. god! So we were so lucky, because um, you know, any, anything after that, we just got cancelled. But it, it's so mad because I like to meet all the fans after the gigs and all. Like, you just hang out the the venue. And um, when when the whole world basically shut down and you weren't allowed to see anyone, I was like what two weeks ago i was hugging like hundreds of people outside like everyone's in a really small area and it was just so weird to think that you know you actually got in contact with other humans even two weeks back but um oh yes that'll be that'll be a strange one
0: no for sure you don't even know you could have had covid i mean there were there were people that like had covid before it even was like known to the public so oh totally yeah my uh
1: my sister had covid um and she literally had like no symptoms. She just could really smell, and that right. was it. So that oh, is fortunate. a scary thing you don't think about when um, so many people have COVID but don't don't realize. So you could just be walking around with it. That's a scary yep. thing.
0: Yeah, it's terrifying. So we just basically Zach and I have been doing the podcast literally from home. So we're gonna we're gonna eventually take it out in person. Uh, we have ideas, but we're gonna get vaccinated. 1st oh, I'm the last person to get vaccinated, so I just need just need <laughs> one more. I'm halfway there, baby. <laughs> halfway yeah. there it's wild but yeah it makes me so fatigued so it was just very bizarre that um that you know i'm not having too much of a crazy side effect but i, I have a feeling the second this is probably gonna give me something to work for so i don't know yeah. Yeah, it, it did it did for me so
2: get ready for it it's a great time oh to get thanks. to enjoy just being, <laughs> being in the house all day it feels like you're about to have the flu but as long as you get the opportunity to get, it, it's all that matters. So as
0: long as I don't get any other human being sick, like that's basically the whole idea of it. Like, it's not about me; it's about other people. I just, just try to be humane about it. But um, yeah. So with the recent single, um, dude, like correlating with your advocacy for mental health, like, do you put that a lot into your songs that you usually put out? Like,
1: yeah, totally. Um, so I I work, I'm an ambassador for um, Buddy Project. So That's a non-profit mental health awareness uh, organization uh, in Philadelphia, actually. Yeah,
2: so, so, so that's yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, it's it's awesome. Um, so I've I've done like there's just been loads of releases where I've kind of all the proceeds have gone to Buddy Project, and I have songs called um, "Not Too Late to Be Okay." Uh, it's kind of like a fan favorite. Um, so that's always nice having a song with you know like it's a it's a kind of a positive. Um mental health awareness you know message in the song it, it's cool that that's kind of a fan favorite but uh, but yeah no totally like i'm always there for my fans and all that i love them so much so um <laughs> you know I'm, I'm always in like dms with them like chatting about you know <laughs> mental health and all that so so
0: yeah oh uh, i really love fun. that yeah because when i see when i watch the the youtube videos of you guys playing live in these very intimate like you know venues and such like you're in their face yeah like i'm sure yeah. you love that <laughs> yeah. like, you know what i mean it's better it's better than being oh, like, on like the big stage where like you can't really well i guess you can't go down and go over the barriers but like you know in those things you could just crowd surf and have a good time with it oh
1: uh, totally yeah, <laughs> yeah. I-, I always have my massive i've big doc martens i always accidentally kick someone in the face but uh, <laughs> i give them a free t-shirt in, uh, in return
2: yeah but no, it is different <laughs> like,
1: worth it. yeah it is- it's is different I guess because I've supported, um, you know, Little Mix. Are they, are they uh, big in the US?
0: Who?
1: Little Mix. Oh my I god, are they not big them, in the think, US? So maybe no not.
0: way!
1: Yeah. So they are the <laughs> biggest. They're, they're like the UK version of uh, Fifth Harmony. They're like the biggest girl group. Okay. Uh, they, they, they toured with Ariana Grande like in America and oh, stuff, but they're massive okay. in the UK. Yeah. Um and uh I, I supported them it was their stadium tour so it was like my first ever stadium show And i literally looked out to the crowd and, it is so true you know when people say the crowd it's literally like a bunch of ants and i was like <laughs> really it's, it's so um but yeah and, and then going back to you know more intimate shows like you know 250 cup venues you just can't beat it yeah. do you know what i mean
0: that's why are, they, are so- they more on the pop side
1: <laughs> oh yeah they're they're very pop okay um which, which was crazy. So the promoter literally just got in touch and was like, "Well, we love your music. So having a, a kind of a pop punk act supporting no. a really, you know, kill power um, pop group was was a bit random. But um, but yeah, I guess it worked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so
1: I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, um, but
0: yeah, I'm looking at them right now. Like they kind of remind me of like a Destiny's Child or uh, I don't know, like a, like a sick girl. Oh, group. They've
1: got some bangers, so good
0: no i'll definitely have to check them out um yeah because you're definitely like a pop rock pop punk alt you know Mm -hmm. genre musician in itself so it we've had this conversation before but it seems like these genres are very becoming irrelevant they're they're, a lot of these genres are just you know how would i say it? they're like fusing into one another because it's just becoming like one giant sound like you can't really have sub genres anymore you kind of just like give it itself a genre whatever the artist identifies it as and then you know that's what it's considered Cause the yeah. bands that I have on the playlist that I make, it's like you have your throwback pop punks down, and then you have some people that are also getting more either electronic or experimental or you know on the popular side of things. So
1: oh totally yeah, and you look at um like Travis Barker, what he's doing with all these acts like Jaden and Modson and true. he he's getting rappers. So, and all their fans would have never really heard of pop punk, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's getting, and he's drumming on it, infusing kind of pop punk and rap together. So there's now a new wave of pop punk fans. So I guess the genre is kind of different. And like the other, you know, pop rock, all that kind of, it is kind of fusing into one, which, you know, I, I, think, I think it's great. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's always hard because we, you know, when you get like, pop punk is such a throwback kind of genre and stuff.
2: It
1: really Um, is, though. Yeah, I think it's good for genres to evolve and for it not to die.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Because of the fact of, of, like, Travis Barker doing that, it reminds me of Young Money when Lil Wayne brought up Drake and Nicki Minaj and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And it was just a collective group of prominent artists, and he's doing the same thing like that. And it's just making the genre more popular than it's ever been, which I think is fantastic. Like, MGK song, like, you know, Tickets to My Downfall. Dude, it's a pretty good album. like
1: Oh, yeah, I love he, it. He
0: knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. And he's been hanging out with Kellen Quinn for how long? Like, I, I was, like, <laughs> kind of waiting for yeah. it to happen. Um,
1: yeah, it, to I, 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 I love that song. It's a banger. Yeah, because I saw, I think, was it on Warped Tour years ago? Machine Gun Kelly, did did he come on stage with Steve Sirens?
0: Yeah, because he featured song, on a yeah. song, I think it was Stay. I'm, I'm, I'm probably mistaken, but...
1: Yeah, and then and then they release Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. And then and then that's gonna get, you know, Seed with Sirens a load more fans and vice versa. Like more Seed with Sirens will probably get into Machine Gun Kelly and it's Yeah, just it's kind just kind of,
2: exposure to different different people. It's I mean it's like genius. Really, it's, it's, it seems so stupidly easy that like obviously you would do it, but
0: you know.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's I, I love it. It's such a good plan.
0: Yeah, it was the song alone. It wasn't stay. All right, get your stuff straight. Come on, dude. I know that's why, <laughs> I, got, that's why I got dual screens right now. I'm fucking <laughs> doing, uh, googling while I'm having a conversation. I'm starting to get a little bit better at multitasking. You know why? I think it's because of TikTok. I think that's the only reason. why.
2: <laughs> Directly attributed to TikTok.
0: It's a lot. How do you come up with those ideas on your TikTok, Brony? Because like you're constantly posting like very, very. Um, you're very like very specific videos so it's like if you're a fan of this then you then you love my music which is great and then you also do stuff where it's like um like the one that went viral recently was uh i think it was a re- it was your real sound i think some like little kid was quoting a pop punk oh, song oh yeah oh my
1: gosh so i saw <laughs> i saw this um this woman she she um because that, that's her sound okay. and um and I saw like loads of people reacting to it and doing their own video. And I was like, oh my gosh, this has to be my future kid. So yeah, the captain was like, <laughs> if this isn't my future kids, I swear to God. But, uh, but yeah, no, that blew up, which is mad. It's just kind it's, it's just so weird, TikTok. Like, I just upload videos for fun. Mm-hmm. I do, I mean, a lot of, you know, I'll get bands like, it, or like artists like Machine Gun Kelly. And I'll be like, right, guys what's your favorite Machine Gun Kelly song? And from that, I get loads of kind of new fans because they go, oh, I, I didn't realize you're an artist. So that's great. I get to speak to like loads of new people, get them into my music. But then on the side, I just do fun ones. And it's always the fun ones that blow up. You know what I mean? Right. It's never like to do with my music, but I guess that's just, it's, you know, what's ever going to be popular, like funny videos, really, TikTok. Those are the ones that kind of go viral anyway. So, but no, yeah. I, I just have fun. I don't overthink it as well. <laughs>
0: No, you can't, because if you overthink it, then you're just going to be making the same video for, like, uh, you know, two days. You know what I mean? Like, like, I like I, it, it's crazy yeah. because, like, I'll make these compilation videos, and, you know, we're in the same, you know, niche and such. So, basically, like, I'll showcase, let's say, like, Hot Milk, um, Action Adventure, and, like, a plethora of other really good pop-up bands, And mm-hmm. it'll get, like, what, maybe... Three thousand likes, four thousand likes. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll keep rotating it again. Like maybe like three weeks later, I'll do the same artist but a different genre. But it's crazy that when you post about it, it looks like it's like a bunch of other people that you they've never seen your profile before. It's very bizarre. Like if the numbers are the same, they're not the same people. So it's very interesting how the whole app works. It's it's very bizarre. Yeah,
1: it's it's great. Like it's so weird. Most of my listeners and in, people who interact with me are from tiktok now and it's like what it's so bad because i've I started it in january i've always had it and like you know when you do the odd video fun me too but i kind of stuck at it from january <laughs> um so yeah which is mad yeah so I, I had it way time. back when it was musically
2: oh no <laughs> Yeah. it's amazing that it started as as a completely different thing like I remember, I, I remember back before the pandemic happened, everybody was on it just like checking it out, and they were like, dude, you got to download TikTok. It's so funny. But, but I, I don't know why it took me so long to get on the bandwagon. Then George obviously had this idea, and he's like, why don't we try and like congregate a community together and just bring people in, and, and maybe they'll hear something new. And like people take to it, obviously. I mean, it works yeah. really well. And it's just so interesting how something like with just snippets of songs can just introduce people to so many different things that they never heard of.
1: Oh, totally! And you've got, you know, obviously the the younger generation of TikTok, um, hearing all these songs. Like, I I did a compilation. Um, oh, what was it? I oh, know I did a this or that, like this Paramore song or that Paramore song. And loads of people are like, "Whoa, I've never heard of these songs," but like I'm only 15, <laughs> but um, I'm so gonna get into Paramore. And I'm like, it's just so mad that obviously, because if you're 14 or 15 now, you know you're not really gonna be into like old school fallout boy old school panic without like you know your parents or an older sibling getting involved like trying to get yeah. you into it so mm-hmm. it's great how tiktok people are getting like a new generation of you know kids teens and all that to get into the tunes so
0: <laughs> there was one comment that stuck out to me and they were like i just became an emo fan i'm like 22 i hope that's okay like can you make an introduction playlist so I was like absolutely so i just hey. a classic emo playlist i was like there you Why go, are we take like... you to
2: school son i got you Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> isn't
0: it the best i love that like, emo I, I have
1: fans they're like yeah totally and they're like oh my god can you make me a spotify playlist so i'm just like i'll just i'll just whack it out show it to everyone literally just oh it's so fun <laughs> like making every little mixtape like
0: dude you actually your your range in vocals kind of reminds me of um i forget his name but the front man for yellow card because um i I just need a comparison the style yeah
1: um at slam dunk festival i think it was two years ago the lead um singer from yellow card did like a stripped back acoustic um session in a tent
0: yeah songs. i was like
1: so good shit
0: no i I could definitely compare your vocals to him when i hear your original music because the acoustics that you release are just i'm so addicted to your acoustic music as much as your um as your full band Oh,
1: dude, that's so sweet thank you songs yeah I, I love i love acoustic versions like you know um my All favorite home, all-time home low album home. is uh, not so wrong it's uh don't panic it's longer now yeah. because they've got extra acoustic songs like uh oh my god I, loads of songs you are know, like yeah. so, is it somewhere in neverland baltimore <laughs> i like forgetting like the i song believe titles.
0: so yeah i'm really bad uh, at song titles yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah and i just fell in love with their acoustic songs and um state champs when they released um is it the finer things but then they released the acoustic things album uh and it was just the whole album but, but acoustic i just thought it was great so i was like this is it's quite an easy release really because you're not giving out a brand new song mm-hmm. um it's literally just you know It just has new life to it, though. It's a really nice stripped-down
0: version. version. Yeah, Conquer divided that with um, Chemicals, which I didn't expect that, but I was really, like, you know, a a metalcore, post-hardcore band, you know, having, like, a really, really gritty, in-your-face breakdown song, and then you break it down to acoustic. They they tackled it perfectly, but acoustic is definitely something intimate that I just really appreciate more. Like, have you ever listened to Forever Yours by Grayscale?
1: Oh, yes!
0: That is literally my number one acoustic song right now. (laughs) Incredible. And I think it's like oh, four yeah. chords That's dude true. like it's not it's nothing like
1: That's like every Bronny song G C E minor D let just like, <laughs> like whack a capo on it Like a little key change There That's is
2: something about like I love hearing <laughs> bands that can be really heavy in your face though And then be able to break it down to be something really simple I think that just shows like a lot of musicianship in general at a minimum to be able to, like, exactly. consolidate it in a box like that. Oh, it's my favorite stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. And I think, that for me, the best songs... If if you can release a song, it's literally a vocal and an acoustic guitar. And it's laid back and it's catchy enough or whatever. And people can sing along to it. I think that's a really good song. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think there was an interview with... Um, oh, some, it was Good Charlotte, and they said, like, for us... If we play a song to someone and it's literally just our voices with an acoustic guitar and they love it, then we're going to go for it and, you know, release it properly. Um, So yeah, when I hear like bands do acoustic versions, I'm like, yay, it's great. (laughs) I'd love to do a gig where it's kind of like in, have a daytime gig and it's all acoustic and then a nighttime gig of the same set, but proper full on band. I think like that would be so
2: much fun, especially since it's been a long time. He might not be uh, too uh, too afraid to do it two day two times in one day either. That's
0: totally, yeah. <laughs> the sun setting, it's just you know that the, is the that would be a really meantime. cool
2: idea. almost like a cocktail hour to the the big event. Ooh,
0: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, now
1: that makes yeah. sense. Your your own uh warm up act.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh how how much have you toured in the US? Like have you gone throughout the entire country or
1: I've toured uh I toured with uh, my friends at summer high. So we did it was kind of East Coast, um, like New York. I played a headline show in The Fire in Philadelphia. Oh Oh, I know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we're we're, we're like three
0: degrees away from each other except (laughs) off the pond. You know what I mean? It's wild. That's
1: so cool. Yeah, I I love Philly. Um so I mean, so yeah, I've played, played a few gigs there, um, and yeah, it's, it's really just been kind of east side, really. I haven't done a full US tour
0: mm-hmm. one day. The like, reason obviously. why I asked is because there's a venue called Red Rocks in Colorado, and... Uh, oh my god,
1: my dream yeah, venue.
0: Yeah, I think like the waiting list is like four years or something.
1: <laughs> it's, <laughs> no
0: it's a lot, I'm probably exaggerating, but I just know it's a long time, it's hard to get in on that gig. Yeah. No. I have,
1: um, I have uh, friends and family who live, like, all over the U.S., so I've been to Red Rocks. I haven't been to a gig there, but, um, no, our family friends live in a, it's a place called Evergreen, um, and it's literally, it's, God, like, five minutes away from Red Rocks. Okay. Oh, and, um, yeah, nice. they showed us, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> all the steps. You would not want to sit right at the very bottom on the front row because, like, getting all the way back up. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so <laughs> Big true. Big it's like going to a basketball game in in one of those stadiums at Wells Fargo or something. It's just very steep steps, like one trip and yeah. you're gonna be rolling. <laughs>
1: like it's oh, totally. That. Yeah, I'd, I'd be there on like the back row, just like sat there with my binoculars, like yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I asked that because like your idea of doing like you know the two sets, like uh, just it just brought me back to to those that that venue in Colorado. So yeah. I would love to go there one day. I've never been there personally. I mean, like there's not really there's not really many like uh, what's the word i'm looking for like aesthetically pleasing gigs like they're usually just you know they're just dive, they're, like cool dive bars or like those you know those corporate venues like starland like they all look the same it's cool it's got a great vibe but like nothing like you know nothing like those outdoor venues like i'd rather go to them oh, on a daily basis amazing.
1: oh totally oh it's just so nice i do yeah. like colorado it's very it's very oh, green it's
0: yeah although world tour is very hot i mean you know when towards the end of the night when the sun starts to go down that's when it gets like really you know really pretty but
1: oh totally yeah
0: other than that yeah i don't know i just i i mean dude i shows have not been around for so long it's i'm itching just to get out i don't care if i'm playing i don't care if like i just need to go to a show like i just need to do something i need to really get out there and and bond with our people <laughs> there's, a, oh, lot, there's oh, a lot of festival announcements so yeah all yeah. the festival announcements are a big thing i mean like with the united states like every state basically just is their own jurisdiction they could do whatever they want like florida's a cesspool. like everybody's got covid in florida so <laughs> yeah. oh my
1: god yeah florida everyone's yeah. just well i saw uh, machine gun kelly did a didn't he sell out a stadium in florida like two weeks ago or a week ago or mm-hmm.
2: wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he's gonna do it
1: he did a proper gig i was like oh my gosh
0: you know he's getting big when he he, he announced a uh, pick on the NFL trap last night, and the commentary: like, Who is this guy? I've never heard of him before. I'm like, yep, he's getting big. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, imagine being a Cleveland Brown fan. That sucks. Like, um, but uh, yeah. And you've toured a lot too. So, like, do you have any plans of going back on the road? Like, as soon as this is done, I know you're having a show in a couple months. But I mean, like, touring in general—is that already in the works? for what you're planning on doing?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, we've already, I'm in talks with the headline tour again, because I do a headline tour, it's every January. So, um, it was really weird, like, this January, just having nothing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so headline tour plans, I've got a summer tour plan, a oh, wow. um, couple of festivals, I haven't been announced yes. yet. Um, oh, yeah.
2: nice.
1: Very, very stoked. And we always do, um, <clears throat> we did, uh, we do Europe, every kind of, March, April, May, uh, we do tours over there, and um, it's just insane. I can't wait for it. It's always so <laughs> hot there as well. I'm like, oh. I came up I was... on my time hoppings three years ago today. I was in Europe. I'm like, oh my god, take me back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that you go there in March and stuff? Is it because <laughs> of the weather, or is it because of the the opportunity just for getting those venues?
1: Oh, for the fans, yeah. I mean, because we always get UK tours all the time. Um, and then we don't... It, it's harder to get European tours. I guess it, it's more like America. It's so, like, all the countries are just so, like, everywhere. Um, but I, yeah. I toured with a band called Bars and Melody in Europe. Um, and we kind of just got to the point where we were like, right, no, no bands are... You know, bands are, like, touring Europe, but they already have their support acts. And it's only, like, the big bands. Like, you don't get a lot of English bands. You do, like... I don't know a, a certain size, just going over to tour. So we were like, right, let's just do our own gigs and go over, and um, and tour Europe. And it's great, like loads of fans, because it's all fans that never have seen me live. So it's all people from social media. So we finally kind of all got to meet the European fans. <laughs> um, but no, it, it was it was sick. And then as soon as we did that, we I was on a tour in the UK. Um, we supported Neck Deep, actually just yeah, like when we came back yeah yeah that was sick and then loads of europeans flew over for that gig um, oh, wow! so i guess we just be to see that it was great it's like a little family you know what i mean um, <laughs> but yeah but yeah
0: can only imagine how long it's going to take now when you start meeting these new fans too when you're playing these shows
2: oh yeah you um, got a whole different fan wait. base now <laughs> yeah emo
1: babies, like what is
0: <laughs> We're revolutionizing the, the the emo scene. Like, just bring all totally. these new kids on board. Oh, that's like it's like you know when we were kids and stuff. Like, oh man, I wish I grew up in the seventies and I was at Woodstock in sixty nine yeah. and I was chilling with Jimi Hendrix or you know Zeppelin and stuff. And now you got these kids like, oh man, I wish you uh, lived in the nineties. I just wish I just you know had all those emo bands growing yeah. up and blah blah. I'm like, you know what? You're not wrong. Like, we did have it pretty good.
1: <laughs> oh totally yeah. I was literally. um in high school, I was just obsessed with emo bands and musical theatre. That was literally me. I'd, I'd just sit there in the corner of the room, like, oh, my God. And then, obviously, <laughs> things like when American Idiot, the musical, came out. I lost my shit. I was like, this is the <laughs> best! Pop- is the and musicals! Oh, my God. The greatest. Have you guys ever listened to the band Son of Dork?
0: No, I have not.
1: Dude, they're so good. So, you know, you know the band Busted? they sang no. year
0: 3000 i don't think so no
1: what no. oh my god they were massive in the uk so the jonas brothers covered the song year 3000 and then everyone was like oh my god it's a Jonas Brothers song yeah massive thing oh, but um, okay. james born busted split up after two albums you have to get in some great band, by the way and then he made a band called son of dork and they have one album called check out of Loserville." And um, he ended up making a musical, and that was big in the UK. But, um, yeah, guys, listen to that album.
0: It's I swear. so good. Oh, 100%. No, definitely check it out. Yeah. No, I wasn't into new music. Because it's it's crazy that, you know, people are suggesting Like, when I do the TikToks, I suggest all these songs. And then people are like, you know, oh, what about this band, this band, this band? I'm like, wow, like, there's still so much I have not listened to yeah. at all. You know what I mean? Um, especially the one yeah. that you toured on. Like, I didn't know the bottom line. Never knew of them.
1: And
0: oh I love them My found bros. It out tiktok you know? <laughs> My bros.
1: They're great yeah we, we toured with them um, last January oh, yeah last January um, but they they're awesome. they released their first album um, and it's produced so well. it's like insanely good uh, but they they were simple plan support act on their world tour.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how uh, that's how they kind of got big and stuff um, yeah get inside music for
0: sure how uh, how do you correlate um your music oh. career with your podcast with the show from uh kcc Life? like is does that just keep you basically like busy 24 7 in a sense like you, oh, yeah. days off? you know because that's a lot yeah.
1: what's a day off um but it's, it's so weird like I, I could have a day off but i don't know I, I i feel really guilty if like if i watch a film and if i'm not scrolling through TikTok, applying to people, or applying to DMs, I, I literally, I feel so guilty and bad. I don't know. I guess it's because you get to a certain age, and it's like, right, this is like my music career. I have to go for it. But um, Be engaged, yeah, just,
0: for yeah. sure. Now's the time. It's <laughs> nice
1: to engage with people too.
2: I mean, why not? <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. So, so yeah, no, I, I really like being busy.
2: <laughs> yeah, And it's yeah, a good too. too. It's stuff I that get, you enjoy yeah. to do.
1: Yeah, and I have fun doing it, so... So, yeah, if, if I'm not, you know, doing the radio show, I'm writing or TikToking or.
2: Well, you stuff. do get your time <laughs> off because then you get your writer's block when it's colder out. So there's your break.
1: There you go. I'll
0: a <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Zach's good about to join us, he, uh, He's going to start TikTok. He's got his niche ready to go and he might hey. be joining the band that I'm in right now. So we're going to say we'll
2: see. Oh, hey. we'll see if let's see if I can go down the TikTok rabbit hole. Let's see if it accepts me.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> will
2: love you. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to keep it towards, like, a musician's, like, in terms of gear-oriented stuff, while also kind of correlating sounds and breaking down the music theory behind things, and kind of, like, putting them together and trying to, like, obviously make it in layman's terms for people to understand, because, like, I-, I feel like everybody knows music theory to a certain extent. They just don't know that they know it, and they don't know how to speak the language.
1: Yeah, so that's such a good I
0: Yeah, so I don't that's know. what we're trying to do, And that's like common knowledge for him too. Like like the scene in his common knowledge for you and I, Brownie. Like that's common knowledge for him. So I was like, dude, yeah. people eat that up. Especially when it's very unknown. Like how like I mean, for us it's like, how do you not know Paramore? But I mean, if you don't you don't, <laughs> that's okay. Like, welcome. <laughs> like there, oh, there they are.
1: Oh, that's great! I'll tell my drummer to follow you when you release all your TikToks because he's into all that. He does TikToks oh, where he um so like we we play to a track live um because we don't have a bassist. So he he did a, a TikTok with um what he hears live, and it was like him with the metronome, uh backing mm-hmm. vocals, like you know how you can like turn up you know lead guitars and shit in your in your mix, and um that like started to blow up, and loads of people were like, "Whoa, I didn't know that musicians." You can hear like what other people are saying, <laughs> and it's just like secret. to us, it's common knowledge. We're like, oh yeah, can you turn that for my mix? But the fans don't really know that, do they? They just kind of—I don't know—they
0: just now they just the- hear what's projected in their face, and it's like, course, yeah. three, two, one, pop, and like sometimes that's actually like really good for the changing the BPM in itself. Oh, so yeah. if it's like telling you if that's coming up and stuff. It's like, yeah, that, that uh, the behind the scenes—it's—it's it's, we're technically vlogging, but it's more on a like it's it's on a personal level, but it's not. It's not about our whole entire day it's just about like little things here and there about ourselves personally it's yeah. like you know you're you're covering all these pop punk songs on tiktok you're you're saying hey this song or this song you're 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 putting out there that your 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 concept is um, the genre that you're in so it's so people are like oh like this is what she's personally into that's fucking rad uh that, and then they feel like they know you just a little bit more from that situation
1: yeah. Oh, totally. No, it, it's great. And, um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see all TikToks.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
1: think,
2: I think, cause like for me, like to bring it back to the mental health stuff with you, I mean, like you said, that's really important to you. I think one, one of the biggest things with me and musicianship and just music in general is I think the greatest satisfaction you can get is being able to play along or be able to play something that obviously gets an emotional release from you. I remember when I would listen to music mm-hmm. as a kid and you get that that first couple times where something actually resonates with you and you like feel it right here. Totally. Then when you actually then when you're able to play it, it's like it's a completely different ball game. And I wish mm-hmm. more people would understand that music's a lot more approachable than people might think and mm-hmm. that there's only a couple steps that you have to hit to where it unlocks everything for you and it's just like, "Oh, okay, like I can do this." because I wish somebody would have told me that a long time ago. And I, I, I just think it's great for mental health though, because a lot of stuff that means a lot to me in terms of listening to music, now I can play it and it's just a completely different release for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah, and you'll get new people looking at that and they'll probably that'll probably inspire them to get learning that's the, and stuff. That's the hope. Yeah. That's the hope. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll we'll keep your statistics on top, Zach. So her and I started in January. So in three months, you have to acquire over forty thousand followers. So
1: okay, that's yeah, the no, pressure. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure, no.
0: No, I'm just kidding, dude. That stuff was so random. I told Zach I was like, "You would not believe what I just bought," and he's like, "What well, I said, I brought a ring light. I'm gonna do TikTok." And he's like, "No, you're not." I was like, "I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna do it." Love so. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was like, he was like depressed about it. I'm like, I dude, was. you gotta do it. Like, it's gonna work. It's gonna be awesome.
0: I'm a drummer yeah. in yeah. the back. I don't want my face, you know, being, you know, the main true. thing. So true. But this podcast is different, so <laughs> it is <laughs> what it is. Um how how uh how have you been with uh new music material is do you still have like a like I, I guess a chamber full of songs that you're like thinking about releasing or
1: oh yeah um well i i've written including really shit songs um i've right. got like over like 500 songs and i've got demos of about a hundred songs um and if, if it's so weird, like if, if I can listen to a song, like a demo of mine on repeat, on repeat, like if I don't get sick and tired of it, then I'm like, right, let's release it. Um, yeah. So I've written some more new songs. Um, I don't want to give away too many things, but, um, right. but could be releasing an EP very soon.
0: Oh, that'd be so dope. <laughs> hey. So we'll very say excited, before 2022. Excited. Right. Yeah. Yeah
1: very excited for that yeah cuz my my last ep was 2019 now i would release eps every 6 months um so yeah obviously like 2019 is quite a while away but um obviously like i've released loads of singles in lockdown so i guess you know i won't i won't uh give myself too much shit for that but um i'm oh, sorry <laughs> can i swear on oh, it sorry yeah I you can eat. no
0: you can we go
2: encourage it actually
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah absolutely this is not a pg podcast at all <laughs> okay fabulous <laughs> nobody's paying us so <laughs> we can do whatever we want right now but yeah fucking it's just uh it, it's cool that you're able to take advantage of that in the um the quarantine days because that's what a lot of musicians are doing like they're they're sitting down in their own house uh they're really trying to get like the most artistic value out of their writing material and just I, they're pulling it out of the depths of their soul it seems like because there are some really really good songs that are coming out like Stanley Lanning just released a song featuring with um oh god see i'm nothing so nowhere. bad with song title names man I'm <laughs> you, like it happens all the time now i'm gonna nothing go with
1: death wish
0: is it death wish featuring nothing nowhere like dude yeah. that song's just as much as a banger as the pink elephant album is so i mean
1: oh it's it's great they're a great band. I used to chat to Bonnie loads like four years ago because obviously we have a really similar name. So she was like, <laughs> people think Bonnie, I'm you. Bonnie. And I was like, dude, people think I'm you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kind of jealous. She's cool as fuck. <laughs>
1: she is. Great accent as well. Oh, my God. Australian.
0: <sighs> oh, yeah, that's true. Australia's open. They're having shows now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. They're how- like how dance cool. shows, but you can't really be near anybody, but they're open, so...
1: Liverpool had its first rave yesterday, which is mad. So, they put 3,000 people into this tent, um, tested them, they're all negative, Uh, no masks, no socially distant, which is mad. Uh, It was all legal, but it was like the first UK kind of rave gig thing. So, um, and then they're getting in contact with those 3,000 people, sending them for a COVID test on Wednesday um, to see if it's like, if it's working and stuff. So, I'm like, baby
0: steps but you know yeah i mean if they progress. want to take that risk and be you know you know, be a statistic for something like that to have an idea when this world's gonna open like that's great i'm pretty sure i saw that article too it was from vice right that was it yeah yeah it's crazy yeah so like they just had that rave and that's literally that's crazy that's so crazy i mean like if everybody turns out negative do you know if they were all um uh vaccinated is that an idea do they know that
1: uh no most okay. weren't because they're the younger generation. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so very interesting.
0: Yeah, we gotta get some kind of insight. We need some. We yeah. need some info. Guys, start playing and touring. Um, that's wild, dude. And and from the you know, I I kind of wanted to ask this in the beginning, but we were having a good time conversating. Um, did did ever did you ever have an idea of naming the band um, that you're in, like a specific name or? Um, like what made you keep your personal name as the you know the the name of like the music that you create?
1: Yeah, so it's a it's a weird one. So it I'm actually it's it's a I'm a, I'm a soloist with a band around me. Right. Um, yeah. I've always marketed it as Bronny, just me, and then the fans love Pete and Chris, my session dudes. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 not. I feel like we are a band. Um. But but they they kind of just want it to be my thing. They're like Ronnie, like you write the songs, like it, it's it's your thing. Like you are I the soloist. That. I love um, that. So so we kind of it, it it's weird. Like we market when I was totally solo, promoters and people like wouldn't get in touch with me. But as soon as I marketed it as. Oh, I'm in a band with two other guys. Everyone was like, Ah <laughs> oh, dudes, yeah, we're yes, on tours and I'm like, Oh my god, it's literally the same thing, but whatever. So we kind of marketed it as a band. Um and, and we got on like loads of tours after that. But um but but yeah, so it's it, it's it's me. But um yeah, Pete and Chris are more than session dudes really. Right. I feel like it. Is. But, i yeah. love
0: that i don't see much of that we had a guest on andreas we were drinking ipas and such but like he's a solo guy and mm-hmm, he has so. a band around him he doesn't I, he doesn't identify as band members i think he just hires them but um, uh okay yeah. yeah but he's really good and i was like, like and when he marketed himself too like he's kind of like similar to you he was in theater with that emo kid and such and like he puts yep. himself on these album covers and like he was doing the thing bef- he was like doing the marketing concept before 21 pilots was with like they had a solid color and then they would go off in that route with you know yep. the, yeah. the way of everything what they would market um and he would have his body on the front with a superhero thing on it's like bright yellow behind that's what the, that's what the album is and it just looks great it's just there's not a lot of uh solo artists that do stuff like you and him so he's
2: complete DIY and does everything he's like he's yeah. a, he's a
0: genius he's the, oh, just his it. perspective yeah he's great you should check him out he's great
1: oh I will yeah he's doing oh, oh, yeah. R&B
0: pop but not really it's also an alternative like uh yeah, he's not kind of all over thing. the place yeah, yeah he's all oh, over. very experimental um but you're also DIY listen. too like you don't have a label right
1: no totally independent that so, so oh, that's
0: so nice yeah that's amazing.
1: It's, it's so weird like i was having uh this conversation with ben from Neck deep and he was like honestly like labels yeah they're great but just get a loan from a bank <laughs> it's like yes that.
2: yes um, you yeah, can do so. it now. Like, that's totally, like, a oh, feasible totally.
1: thing. Yeah. That's
0: literally what it really comes just, down to. It's just the, the, the labels, labels are,
1: are Yeah, labels are really, they're good for, you know, hey, Spotify, put us on a playlist. Hey, you know, da-da-da. Yeah. It's really, you want a good agent, because that's how yeah. you get on the, all the good gigs, really. Yeah. Um, I'm still yet to have an agent, but, I mean, it's quarantine. It's like we're still in a pandemic, so there's no rush at the moment. And I'm, you know,
0: booking gigs.
2: So if it's
1: broken, don't fix what's yeah. not broken. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah.
0: I mean, at this point, you're your own agent because you commented on my video. I'm trying to do the same thing that, like, you're doing. Be so involved. So you commented on my TikTok, the one that went viral, has thousand And, you know, I'm like, holy shit, her music's great. I'm putting her on the playlist. Like, you're your own agent. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, now I got people, like, DMing me too. Like, can I be on the playlist? And I will definitely take them into consideration. You know, with their music, I'll hear it like once and then sometimes twice. I'm like, all right, I'll put it on as long as you share about it. That's all.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: totally, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's been, we've been flooded with that. It's amazing how many people have been reaching out because of that from all over the world.
1: That's so good.
2: So neat.
0: (laughs) And authenticity on a a serious level is very, very uh, loved by, you know, the people of fans. And like, you're very authentic with how you go about your music, your content, and all that such. And, um once you know if you if you if you say you're authentic like that's great people love that but if you if you say that and it's not the truth like then you kind of get shit for it and <laughs> yeah it it happens there was there was a, i don't know if you were familiar with this band Tramp Stamps on uh TikTok Yeah
1: but... what what's what's going on? I, I <laughs> like... Uh
0: they found out that they weren't authentic and people were very disappointed in them um all right so it was very corporate so it was like uh, they spoke their views in their music and their lyrics about not liking straight white guys and such, and which is fine. Like I'm totally comfortable with music like that; it doesn't bother me at all. It's, it's whatever you're feeling and you're putting in your music. But I think when people found out they were an industry plan, quote unquote, that's where they got really sour because, it's like, oh, so you're just doing this for the movement of thinking like mm-hmm. that? You need it's really not authentic. Yeah. Uh, such. Yeah. You,
1: you, you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. You get some bands and artists who kind of just jump on the next wave of what everyone else is doing and that you can kind of see like i think people aren't stupid if if you're not yourself i think you can see that yeah um yeah but that's, that's a hard one so what if they, if they got like cancelled? Because someone commented on my video, being like, "Are you the pink? Are you the pink head girl from Trump Sam? So I was like, "No, oh my God, no!" Like what? <laughs> <laughs> just
0: I'm the pink my head own entity, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Put the gun down. No. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They just did that to. The, I, I, look like it is what it is, but people aren't like that. I and mean, like a lot of the videos that you know I post, like, oh, welcome to the next generation of pop punk. They're like. Where's Tram Stamps? And they're like on the side, like, just take kidding. Like, fuck that. I was like, I don't know. I'm not getting involved. But I just know that yeah, they weren't authentic. authentic. They were lying in a sense. So it is what it is. You know, people don't like that. Yeah. Who's been on your radar recently? Uh, either underground or um, bands that have already been, you know, on repeat for quite some time?
1: I always have Volunteer Soup on repeat. No I shit. That's that awesome.
0: Band. That's a Oh my gosh. They're just
1: the best. Yeah. Um yeah I just there's something about songwriters who who write about really quirky real stuff like I met them back in 2016 and this is like my youtube days and I was like hi like what's your uh, advice for an aspiring musician and they were like don't suck I was like okay <laughs> right i'll try um didn't think about that I, I, was, okay. I was like I was like how do you write like how do you write your music and stuff they were like honestly we write our all of our songs are story, true stories from like college friends, stories that have happened to us. I just love it, I love it when artists and bands tell a, a story through a song, and it's and it's funny as well. That's why I love um, Son of Dog James Bourne's band, so you guys have got to listen to that. Very quirky songs, it's like a mixture oh, like, okay. of Bond, Soup, Simple Plan, that kind of vibe. Okay. Um, I love, um, oh my gosh, there's, I'll show you what, I saved I saved some videos on my um, phone because I found these two songwriters. I love the way they write songs. What is called? Oh, how do you? Feel it? Okay, Philip Labes. I don't know. He wrote a song on TikTok about an alien. <laughs> so that was cool. So I was like, I like you. Um, another person <laughs> on TikTok is. Callie Kali Shaw. Okay. Have you seen her videos? No, She's not. got a song called, I think it's called Amy, and it's basically about she, her and her best friend. Uh, she had a boyfriend, they broke up, but her best friend and boyfriend hooked up behind her back and she wrote uh, a song about sure. it, and it's so sassy and it went viral. Um, so yeah, I, I just love songs about true stories, do you know what I mean? I'm just,
0: <laughs> Good for her. I'm and a I... for
1: true stories. But, uh, but yeah, those are who I'm listening to at the moment. Um. I'm trying to think of others like bands and artists who i've really been I'm obviously i love yeah the bottom line my friends are bottom line they're great yeah, they're pretty good um, Yeah. Ooh, a lot of um a lot of young blood from machine gun kelly
0: um
1: because okay. a lot of my fans and people on tiktok have been like oh well these are my favorite people so i'm like right what i'm trying to like listen to all their songs like right what are they doing that i'm not that i could maybe like kind of write you know styles um Cause, but yeah, so and and then in my songs now, I've been like working with little beats for drums and stuff, just like experimenting. Um But yeah, no, I think I think it's just always good, just to constantly listen to loads of different bands and music. So, so yeah, so like yeah, you know, more more people can uh, get into your, your music.
0: Yeah, exactly. You should. I would hope that you know, on Spotify, you would be in the recommendations. Like fans also like you know, if, like you like MGK, like fans also like Brony or if you young blood and all that stuff yeah. like because it is similar like there's a lot of pop to the pop punk that goes throughout your music for sure
1: i would totally like i love writing catchy i think that's why i love pop punk so, so much like i love catchy, catchy yeah. fun songs um and then at the same time I, I like to release really dark serious songs like it's either like a really funny song or like a cry a song that you can cry to <laughs> um, but yeah that, that's what i love about pop punk you can just write the catchiest song ever and you, you can get away with not being cheesy because you could just make it really heavy, the whole track really heavy. Do you know what I mean? I just love it.
0: <laughs> it's like that one picture where there was like a there was like two houses. It was a meme for like years. Like I don't know if it was like MySpace era, but it was like a bright black pink house and it was like this is what the song sounds like, <laughs> and then the the, the black house is like these are what the lyrics are like, and it's like oh you're not wrong. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. I love it. It's so dark. Oh, I just want a black parade. Uh, um. Broadway show that's what i want right now so oh
1: my god
0: yes. like i get green day american Idiot was like you know that was that makes sense uh but the black parade i feel like would also make sense but i don't know for we're into just, that in the
1: yeah sounds like a whole can definitely,
0: yeah you could definitely pull that off for sure
1: let's do it guys let's write the script tomorrow <laughs> this, is why, this
2: is why you gotta have the emo babies so they can make this yes! thing into a real thing you gotta push it into fruition that's why
1: future directors future dancers exactly. we'll just find them all from tiktok Make it, uh, exactly.
0: Beautiful? Duh. It's such awesome. a wild community that we have. There's, there's, I and I don't think there's many of us that are doing what we're doing, Bronnie So I think like hopefully we start seeing more coming out of the woodworks and start suggesting yeah. more music because I don't really see it as much as, as I would like to. You know. I don't uh, know, totally. Like, are you like? Do you follow Jesse Lee? He's one of the big guys on there right now.
1: Oh no. I'm going to follow him right now. Yeah, he's
0: great. <laughs> I'm trying to get him on the podcast right now. He just released his podcast exclusively on Spotify. Um, he's really cool. He he focuses a lot on the alternative music scene.
1: Um, oh, epic.
0: Pop punk. Uh, yes. There's him.
1: He, how, how do you spell his name?
0: J-E. It's different. J-E-S-E-A. And then... Ah, yeah, oh, it's yeah. different. Yeah. I don't know he if that's his, how he actually spells his name or if it's his stage name, but... You know fabulous but he's got I've great thought- videos too he's doing the suggestions and stuff but it was wild. he's been doing that, that for great. a year and it was like i thought what i was doing and what you were doing were like like what i i recently just saw you on tiktok and we just met up but like when i started doing it, I was like i don't think anybody's doing this i was like oh this i'm not alone never mind <laughs> people have been doing this for yeah then there's
1: like a whole community of Oops. others yeah no it's great <laughs> i just see someone with colored hair i'm like right your alternative i'll, uh, <laughs> I'll look at your TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though it's I, I
0: also follow people at the back that like kind of like uh, there's been a couple of people like oh your sound's not working like right in the beginning because some songs aren't copyrighted for the United States so like I had to delete and That's I have to true. figure out which yeah. video it right. is it's so annoying or like um, they'll be like oh you like misspelled something and I'm like oh okay but oh then- it's the worst <sighs> isn't it and it's I like hate oh it. no I did. Well, I did. I told Zach this the other day. So, like, I, I the, the recent video that I, I went viral, right? Um, that had like yeah. how you and I met. Um, so on purpose, I put in a band called We Were Sharks and Carousel Kings. They're not next gen, they've been around for like almost 15 years, <laughs> but yeah. people had like know them, but not to an extent. Um, because mm-hmm. I think they're underrated as hell. And uh, people,
1: we were sharks. I, what's that?
0: They're from oh. Canada, yeah.
1: What's their most popular song that I'll know?
0: Bridge Burner. That's a classic from their discography.
1: There's a song that I love, and I swear it's their song. I, this is just going to annoy me with that. So. Oh,
0: don't you hate that?
1: <laughs> oh, is it from Lost Touch?
0: Yeah, it has to be. Anyways,
1: because...
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that album's so good because I, I mean they signed the Victory Bridgeton. Records at that time.
1: Yeah, I I have a feeling I met them at Warped Tour.
0: <laughs> probably in canada
1: no in pittsburgh
0: interesting or
1: maybe or maybe it was a different band anyway sorry i just totally <laughs> went off on
0: one <laughs> <laughs> no that's totally cool no because like i i hate that i get stuck and i'm like what is that one song dude they release bangers but i'm oh like but i told zach i was like dude like i did it on purpose because there's gonna be a handful of people that are like dude they're not next gen and like it worked and that's what also yeah. promoted the video so dude, like yeah yeah the subtle mistake
1: because <laughs> like on my one of my videos i was getting loads of people like are you are you the pink head girl from tramp stamps like Ew. um but really they're all kind of giving me shit. but i was getting like way more views from algorithms because they were commenting so i was like this is a win-win thank you yeah. very
0: much. I <laughs> that now'm now i'm purposely making subtle mistakes because that was like the first intentional one I was like, they're not next gen. Mm -hmm. Like, I get it, dude. Like, but I just think they're super underrated. But when you got the gatekeepers and the people that are like, like, they're not, they're not next gen. (laughs) for 15 years, I'm like, cool. You're fueling this video. Please keep commenting. And then like, keep
1: going. Yeah, send it to your friends. (laughs) This dude's a fraud. He has no idea what he's
0: talking about. It's like the one guy had like, like you know how like there's not enough like text space for it. This dude had like three to four text threads. Like he was just like, like this paragraph. Do you even know? how long they've been around, I'm like, I'm just sitting here laughing, I'm like, dude, you're just pushing this video even further, so. <laughs>
1: and to push them even more over the edge, always reply with a, with a lowercase okay, with a smiley face, because <laughs> they just go, oh
0: my god! <laughs> <laughs> Did they even read what I said, or are they just being a dick? Uh, okay. I love that, it's so funny. Yeah, dude, like, it's cool, I mean, it, what, a, what a way to, um, what an age that we're in for self-promotion, because I think it it, it is so hard to really have like self promotion in itself like you have youtube you have like the social media and such um but now that tiktok starting to slowly like slowly be discovered as this like really really prominent tool for use for our own music like it's benefiting a lot of us underground wise like or even if you're not underground you know like you can be yeah. you know mainstream like chris motionless and you
1: mm-hmm. know
0: post one video and you're viral already so that's just the oh, power totally of the yeah
1: no, it's mad. I saw, I think it was an interview with All Time Low. Um, because obviously, you know, the whole TikTok, uh, it wasn't a phase. I got your picture. All that singing. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was an interview and they said the amount of new fans. Like, we, we've been going for freaking ages. And like the amount of new fans literally from one trend on TikTok that we're getting. So it's, and- it's like great to see like massive bands still get a wave of like brand new fans.
0: Yep, and Dear Maria just like the single went platinum. Like it literally went platinum because of that. It's wild.
1: It's
0: absolutely wild. This generation is very, very interesting that we're you know getting ourselves involved with. So, but yeah, um, it was it was a pleasure meeting you on TikTok, Brownie, and it's cool now that we're now we're just gonna build the community even more, which is super tight. So um, now we do the podcast, George. We have to go over to England now and do it. Yeah, let's. Go.
2: So, we're, Congratulations, we're so you just signed up for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I
1: love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was such a fun time. I had such a good conversation with you guys. Oh, super easy so time much. with you
0: guys. Oh, dude, you were super easy to chat with. Like it was just talking to <laughs> a, like a long lost friend that I haven't seen in years, dude. I love it. Oh,
1: legend.